Uh, welcome to One Degree Separation. It's been a minute. I'm here with my boy Andy again. Um, what's up, what's up? Only person to come on twice, I think, to the podcast. I am honored. Yeah. Thank you very much, Beach. Because the first time we, we got all political shit. He we like, did. Gave uh, me up on what I can do with my local government. Beach gave me whiskey and some <laughs> political opinions, and I started going crazy. So. <laughs> Dude, you were, you were going off. We had to just cut it off at the end of the day, honestly. I, I think so, right? But I think... I think people got a lot out of it. I mean, I came out with more knowledge than I had. I hope so. I I was going a little too hard, but yeah. whatever. Because well, I try I try not to talk about things unless I know what I'm talking about. You know, but, I talk about shit all the time, even if I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you just gotta say it confidently, though. True, true. You know, sometimes you gotta fact check it, man. I always be doing that shit on Twitter. Sometimes, like, damn. Oh yeah, just don't. One, yeah, don't one thing on Twitter, but you know, don't believe anything you read on Twitter. That's <laughs> like a whole different story. For sure. Okay, like read. Restate who you are again for people if they haven't listened to the last one. I uh, to reintroduce myself. Yeah. My name is uh, Andres Murillo Coronado. Yeah. I'm uh, what would you say? I'm, I'm a person from uh, San Diego, California, uh, that it uh, dabbles in event coordination, uh, community advocacy, and uh, being a dumbass on Twitter and the fire, the, the fire <laughs> tweets, but wholesome threads too. But besides from that. Um, <laughs> What else? What else is there to say? I don't like talking about myself. This shit feels like yeah. masturbating into a mirror every time I talk about That's like kind of, my own. That is a vivid image, honestly. So what? I what? Like, where do we go from here? What have you been up to since we talked last? I mean, so what has happened in the world? I didn't realize how long it's been since we talked last. Yeah, it was we November. New, we got a new president. We got a new president. <laughs> so that's been great. Um, a lot has happened. I've been working. I had been working at my previous occupation, uh, one of the previous. one of the bigger music venues in San Diego. Yeah. I won't drop names just because it seems a little disrespectful. But ever since uh, I actually put in my two weeks resignation last month after working there for a while, mm. and um, I feel like a whole new man, liberated and free. So yeah, you look like a free man. I, you walked in here. <laughs> I just bought new black pants. My previous <laughs> one had holes in them. I feel like I got money now, so it's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking Thursday. I don't know what, like three thirty. It's pretty dirty. I'm we a little. Should, we should out here. I'm a little groggy. We're in a nice little uh, botanical garden in uh, Ocean Beach. I don't be coming out here like that. I don't really come out here like either. The only thing That's I see nice. here is I was telling you right. Ocean Beach is filled with rancid hippies and uh, people trying to sell you roses made out of bamboo sticks for five dollars. <laughs> That's why I, I don't know how the fuck that should work. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I would say the sunset here is pretty nice, but the shit fucking, the weather fucking sucks right now. Yeah, man. Um, okay, let's just get into it, man. You know, like, I, I, sometimes it's hella funny to me, like, you know those tweets or whatever, where it's just like, it cuts off, like, when they're saying, hey, it's just, it just says the H, and then all of a sudden it's like, it just has that a phrase, like, oh, I'm a vegan or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, they, they don't even talk, yeah, yeah. dude, like, when... People talk, like, for me, I think it's, like, when people talk to me, it's like, oh, shit, I'm a freelancer. You know? Like, that's, like, that's, like, a, like that's my it's like, the buzzword. Yeah. Freelancer. Yeah. I was talking to Olivia about this, yeah. about how, like, I feel like every single career path that, like, is so millennial-driven, like, oh, I'm a creative, I'm an influencer, yeah. I'm a free, like, all this shit. Like, does it even mean anything anymore? See, I think it's because... This shit didn't exist like 10 years ago, so we're kind of just defining it right now. But are we oversaturating it now? Like, what does it mean to be a creative? Because I follow a whole timeline full of people who call themselves creatives. What does it actually mean? That's true. I mean, that's a valid question, honestly. Because that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. It's like, mm. I'm... Uh, oh, we're going to go... We're already going into it, right? Yeah, yeah. So this whole point of me uh, resigning was because I wanted to figure out my place in this whole world. Yeah. You know, not just in San Diego, because mm. I tried doing my part here. But I'm talking about, like... Uh, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things. Like, trying to figure out what, what if what I do actually matters or what can I do that can actually matter. Mm. So I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> look around me and I respect everybody who works in the community and everybody who uh, works in this whole San Diego culture shit and pushing their like art and music and everything but it's just like I'm just so tired of being surrounded by like this whole creative buzzword influencer buzzword like social media shit mm. and it's like I just I'm just uh, I, I'm so like fed up with like feeling like uh, a fucking millennial piece of shit you know just another statistic in the creative 
Yeah, yeah. Just another Spectrum. person in your inbox asking you to follow up. <laughs> Dude, I, oh, I always got to do that. It's like, hey, just want to follow up. <laughs> you know, I just don't know if you saw my email, but... It works, though. Can you pay me? That, I mean, I think that's what you're going to struggle with, too. Like, what, Oh, yeah, because that's the thing, though. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. I'm trying to struggle with... Um, Trying to like figure out what the, it means to be creative and everything, while also delving a hundred percent into being freelance now. Yeah. Because essentially, I'm like I have no day job no more. Now yeah. my now my shit is like yeah, literally. Yeah, you're your own boss now. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Because yeah. I'm still trying to figure out about the self discipline for that. That's the whole point of me leaving yeah. San Diego. We haven't gotten into that yet, yeah. but. Um, to yeah, yeah, but that's like the whole thing. Like, I'm just I've lived such a shelter lifestyle, like. Cool. You, you've never like left San Diego like to... I've left San Diego oh no yeah you, you weren't from like out here originally yeah 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 no yeah. I've, I've been gone but like yeah. it's everywhere I've gone has always been a vacation you know like yeah. I'll be gone for like a week or whatever but nothing's ever like pushed me to like a limit so mm. I've never I've never done a a trip by myself I could be I, I struggle to go to the movies by myself that shit's hard really? as hell yeah I'm not a very I like company but I like company I because I depend on my own it's like codependency you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I like being around by people because if I'm not around people, then I actually have to struggle with, like, being solo and, like, having to, like, deal with actual oh, shit. You feel me? Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Because I used to be, like, on my own all the time. Then I just started getting on the social. Then I was like, damn, like, I can't be alone anymore. But then, like, I'm kind of getting back into it. I mean, it feels good. You know, like, I, you can, seem, I can leave you, when I want. You're really good being around people, though. You have a, a natural way about you that... I like I feel like you always have like new great lifelong friends every like month. <laughs> is that a good thing? No, new lifelong friends. It is month? I mean it is a good thing cuz yeah. you still keep in touch with them and everything, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing with me. I, I struggle with that cuz like no, but you've got like day ones. Oh, that's the real. thing. I only that's got tight. day ones. I got a lot of people I fuck with, yeah. a lot of people who I consider friends, uh -huh. but like I have such a hard time establishing a, ser a serious relationship like a meaningful relationship with other people very few people did we talk about this last time but very few people that like I've kept a very serious deep meaningful relationship with that aren't like my strict group of friends mm. so that's what I'm trying to do too I'm just trying to like break away you know yeah. flutter I don't, I'm trying to see if like maybe me being so isolated in my own self mm. and my own group of friends and what I know what I find comfortable mm. maybe if I break away from that I'll find that there's some certain growth that I'm still need to tap into yeah so that's the whole point of this whole like this whole me leaving thing and this mm. whole me trying to figure out what's creative and what's not and yeah. who am I and all that shit it's just a big deep existential struggle and yeah. uh, I'm just tired of waking up like confused as hell yeah but we'll see where that takes me I feel that dude I, mean, I think more people should question if they're making an impact on the world you know like no, I feel like it, the people who don't question it at all are the happiest, though. Yeah, no, but okay. Would you, what's the trade-off, though? Would you rather would you rather just be happy with life, or would you rather uh, be like useful in the world? And well, that's the natural dichotomy, like isn't it? It's yeah. always like you can either be useful and you can make amazing work, and you could drive yourself to the point of yeah. death, and you're going to be miserable your whole life, mm. or you could be amazingly happy, live a great life, and be satiable, not want anything, but uh, you don't really care about what you offer to the world, which is also... I mean, I guess you just had to find satisfaction in the things you create. But then even then, you got motherfuckers in, like, Wyoming who would probably, like, have rice farms and stuff, and they probably don't really give a fuck about, like, what's my legacy going to be? They just want to make sure the kids are safe. And so who's, that, so, so who's... That's valid. Yeah, so who's the, better, who's the better man at the end of the day? The guy who's at home struggling and who's, like, breaking apart all his relationships because he wants to do something creative... Or the one person who's satisfied with what they got. I just want to make sure the kids are good. Mm. That's just what I'm thinking. That, that's why, I mean, that's essentially what's going down in my head right now. It's like this yeah. whole thing with, like, creativity. This whole thing with, like, trying to, like, push myself. It's like, what am I pushing myself for? Like, I, I, I like doing shows. I like making my own little designs. I like doing whatever that, like, it's like an insatiability I'm trying to, uh, trying to feed. Mm. But it's like, is there really an end goal to this? Yeah. Yeah, I saw this article recently. Uh, it was on some, like, major publication or whatever. It's just, like, freelancing or just being, like, your own boss is not great for your mental health. I'm sure it's yeah. not. Cause, just because, like, especially, like, people who, like, love to work, they don't find any satisfaction in anything else. And they just drive themselves to, like... But it's like an addiction, isn't yeah, it, right? Yeah, it's just as bad as an addiction. There's, like, people who who, like... 
freelance and then they can't communicate with clients and it gives them anxiety and shit. Meeting deadlines fucking sucks sometimes. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said, you're going to find out if you, like, build for it, like, on your trip or whatever. Or, like, yeah, well, along the since way. we haven't really talked about it, I'm... Mm. I, I've been saving up for a long time, and I've consulted with uh, Beach for a long time, too, and he's always told me to go for it. Yeah. But for a long-ass time, I've just been thinking about just leaving and just going and traveling, like, wherever, just like a solo road trip for a while, and I've always been scared to do it. And then I finally uh, built up the courage and the idiocy to quit my job and just like say fuck mm. it mm. so by the time this comes out right i'll be gone somewhere yeah all right well yeah you said you're leaving on monday That's on like monday three days august 7th um. so um i'll find where that takes me i just i just want to be in the middle of nowhere um. just by myself with a car mm. and some water and it's like all right well nothing really matters bare, right now bare essentials you know what i mean just like exactly you got what you got okay so so when you quit your job yeah what made it okay for you like was it like Okay, I saved up enough money, or is it I built up enough courage? To well, that was the thing. Like, Nothing made it okay. It's still not okay in my head, but mm. like, it's like I told myself the minute I got the job, I was like, I'm just going to save this much enough and learn this much enough so I can leave. Mm. And then I got that. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to save this much more and learn this much more, and then mm. I'm going to leave. And then I got that. And that's been like two years just of that, just mm. over and over and over and over. It's like, all right, once I get this, once I get that, I'm gone. Mm. And after like, fucking quadrupling whatever like i had initially told myself i wanted to save up for i was still there and still getting underpaid and mm. still doing like the same menial tasks that like i've been doing so i was like all right fuck it mm. i don't know what spark oh yeah, yeah, yeah what sparked it was when uh, <laughs> that whole home situation happened i had a whole home situation like me and my girlfriend were living in a place and this crazy shit happened where um we went into our bathroom one day and we lo- were looking at events. I haven't even told you about this. Yeah. So we were looking in our vent. Yeah. We're cleaning out the vents, right, in our mm-hmm. bathroom. Yeah. And this is after living there for a month. We were like ecstatic about that spot. It was fucking beautiful. And then cleaning out the vents and we opened it up and we started dusting the inside. And once we did that, a little camera just fell out. What? It was dangling off the roof. A camera was in your vent? It was in the bathroom? In the bathroom vent. So what's the reason why there's going to be a camera in the bathroom vent? what yeah so that like, happened what uh, all right so when that crazy. yeah so when that happened immediately we we're yeah. just like all right called the u-haul came took all our shit brought it back to like my girlfriend's uh parents house and i was like just like literally just putting shit in the truck like messed up because i was like like this was what i was working for at that at the moment i was like i was working to have a nice place with me and my girlfriend where we could just chill and then once that got shattered I was like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of any of this? Like, I don't, I'm working at a job I don't really like. Like, I'm, the only reason I was working there was because I wanted to pay for this place. And it's like, I don't even got to pay for this place no more. Yeah. Essentially, like, I was just like transient at that point because like, I wasn't living with my parents. I was living with my, by myself with my girl. And then the other option was to go live with my girl with her parents. And like, I'm just, I'm moving backwards at that point. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. Uh, I'm out of here. Mm. So we moved all the shit, put it in our house, and now it's just been a couple weeks of transition where I finally left my previous occupation, mm. and now I'm just doing it. Damn. Oh yeah. So uh, word of advice: check your uh, vents if you're rent- if you're renting a place. Actually, check the vents anywhere because if you go to a restaurant or if you go to like a music venue or something or a bar. You don't know what the fuck's in those vents. Oh, you don't know what the fuck's anywhere. There's little holes in the walls, especially if you're a girl. That shit's dangerous. Bro, fuck the world, man. The world's fucking scary. That's what I thought. I thought that shit was in movies <laughs> only, you know? Like, that's some movie shit. <laughs> like, in the movie, it would cut to, like, the view of you, like, looking at the camera. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the whole scene. You know what I mean? You know how much weird shit I've done in that bathroom? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know how, like, looking at the fucking mirror, just clapping my nuts? Like, it's fucking... <laughs> There's footage of me doing disaster shit. Where is this gonna? It's gonna show up in the dark web, dude. I'm already on the dark web, probably. My girlfriend's <laughs> a celebrity on that shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so, so with the with leaving the job and like, so there's like outside circumstances obviously affecting this. So, 
if anybody else want to leave their job or what would you what would be your advice because you, if you ask me for advice what would you be your advice to people now that you've done it well i just did it a couple of weeks ago so mm-hmm. i don't know i have no good advice to give you if you do that shit that's you do that shit then but like mm-hmm. i still don't know if it's a bad idea or not but mm-hmm. i just figured like the north koreans gonna get us eventually so i might as well do it right now i'm not trying to die at the end of the year with like all this money saving my bank account for no reason that's like true. if i'm a if, I, if I'm going to do it, I hear every year I always put some shit like, this is the year, this is the year, this is the year. But if I'm not doing anything to actually achieve that, then why is it going to be the year? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the shit people say where it's like um, people doing the same shit expect different results. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been telling myself, like, I need to do it. Like, I need to do mm-hmm. something different, change my, scenario, change my scenery and everything. So it's like, if now's the time. And if you're fucking upset or if you don't like where you're at, if you hate your job... Or if you're struggling with what you're doing, then fucking just stop. Yeah. But I mean, that also might be terrible advice. So it depends on me. I don't got kids. I don't got nothing. Like, I just have me right now. So I can take care of myself. If you got kids, don't do that shit. You're an asshole if you do that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, don't be selfish. Don't be selfish about your happiness, bro. Yeah, don't don't have a midlife crisis at 27 because you fucking hate feeding your kids. Like, that's that's called being a deadbeat dad. Damn. I know, I know a lot of people are getting, like, super in love with the idea of, like, leaving their job. But, yeah, you got to, for sure, like, know you can handle that shit on your own. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people leave their job, like, unprepared. Just, like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because people are like, oh, just make that leap, bro. Like, make that leap. <laughs> it's not a fucking leap, dude. It's fucking scary, dude. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I saved enough to the point where I could do the trip, come back, and, like. Still be straight. Be straight for, like, at least half a year maybe and if hey, i don't, that's that's good as fuck if i don't find my, if i don't find anything in half a year then uh, i fucked up so yeah that's just me being a terrible person <laughs> being unmotivated but i mean at the end of the day you can only the 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 real grind happens when you're faced at the point of like the brink of like the super pressure you know yeah like the only times i was ever able to like bust out a good ass essay was like the day i started doing it before it yeah. was due so that's the case with a lot of people pressure I work well yeah. under pressure. I work, yeah. I'm a very chaotic, disorganized person, so yeah. I work well under self-destructive uh, mediums. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I mean, everybody's done that in college, especially with uh, people who are freelance. They probably do that too. But I mean, when you freelance and shit, like you can you can bust something out in an hour. You you can, you can charge how much you would charge for like six hours, but you did in an hour. Exactly. You know, they don't have to know, honestly. Whatever, that's not a bad business practice anyway. But, but yeah, I mean, if I was gonna get, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was going to give advice and just, like, do what feels right. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing you can do at the end of the day. Just don't have that regret later on where you're yeah. just like, I wonder what would happen if I did that. That was yeah. what killed me the most. It's yeah. like, I could be, I could still have money in, like, three years because I didn't do this trip. But I'd still have that shit at the end of my, back of my head where it's like, I, what, what would have happened if I did do it? Yeah. And I feel like that's more detrimental than being than having like a lack of funds for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's bad advice to or like bad thing to say this to people, but I mean, I always feel like it. But I mean, with the money thing, man, you can always make that back. Like you can get like a job, or but the time the time you get like staying at a job you don't like, but knowing you could be doing something else fuck, would fuck with your head way too much. You know? I'm also 24 and I have no life experience, so I, I don't <laughs> even know what the fuck I'm talking about, but. If you want to listen to what I have to say, then go for it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about your trip. Like, let's talk about your trip. What's what's the plan? Because it's a pretty interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> it was either two options. Uh-huh. So it was either do the trip I had planned right now, or do option B, where I go to Thailand and feed sick tigers for like a couple days. That would be sick. Nah, fuck that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like t- uh, bathe elephants and shit. The Groupon deals. Nah, I'm straight. <laughs> now, so my plan is. Uh, Pretty much, I'm just taking what's called the southern route, which you just take the I-10 just straight through America. Mm-hmm. So you you end up hitting Phoenix, San Antonio, um, New Orleans. Uh, so I think what happens after New Orleans? Some some like I think it's like Florida, Tallahassee, or some shit. And there's a lot of spots in between those two, obviously, where you can get off and like venture to. But I just wanted to go through the south, just straight through the south. Mm. And then maybe after I was done with that, go up like a little bit, go to like um, Alabama or Nashville and then come back to Colorado and shit. But essentially I just wanted to see like, cause I'd never been past Yuma, Arizona. So like, I don't, I, I don't know what this country looks like. That's not a coast. 
Mm. I've never seen just straight like land, land, you know, like li- literal like middle America shit. Mm. Like the people that we always talk shit about, <laughs> I've never seen that. To me, that's Santee, you know. Like, oh, yeah. That's why when I consider rednecks, I'm thinking Santee. But like, I'm trying to see like for real America, mm. like backbone America. You you were mentioning to me before we started the podcast that part of it is just to be like isolated by yourself like tell me what you're hoping to get out of that i'm just trying to break myself down mm. like the way i'm seeing it and this is like no disrespect to our troops and everything but like it's like it's like my own <laughs> i already started that off right? no, it's like it's like my own little uh personal military to myself where yeah. it's like i'm putting myself out there to the point where i just want it to be difficult enough where like i break down everything about myself mm. like my codependency on people or like my um my habits like being able to just to go out get a drink with friends like a lot mm. you know like i just don't want to everything i know i want that to be like collapsed it's like some like ego death shit you know yeah be able to find myself again on some like cliche millennial shit mm. like just like venture off and hopefully recalibrate myself and maybe try to think about what it is i really want because I'm not going to figure that out here. I mean, I could, but, like, I, I feel like I need that kick in the ass. Yeah, I think it might be, a little to be, might be a little too distracting out here, honestly. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, static out here. Yeah. It's, like, I'm so used to everything. I'm so comfortable here. I'm so, like, I know where to go. If I'm, if I'm feeling, like, shitty, I have a girlfriend here. I have a... There's bars that, like, I go to. There's places I could just, like, venture off with, friends I could see. But if I'm, like, in fucking Flagstaff, Texas, like fuck am I gonna do yeah. like what, like if I'm feeling shitty like what am I gonna go to like fucking nearest hootenanny like I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> so see now I, I wanna have, stop having that stereotype where I just imagine everybody in the middle of America goes to like hoedowns and shit yeah find so, like, <laughs> out like what it actually is yeah like that's such a terrible way of thinking so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to really like <clears throat> learn life mm. you know it's true I think that's important for everybody, like to, to get out of your comfort zone, because it's like a literal, like San Diego is like a physical comfort zone. That's what it is. It's people, literally a comfort zone. You know, so I'm just trying to not feel comfortable. Uh-huh. I want, I, like, I'm like, I'm waiting for my car to break down in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere. And it's like, what am I gonna do? I don't fucking know how to fix cars. <laughs> if I open the hood, like, what am I gonna see? Like, I, this shit just looks like gears and switches to me. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about cars, but yeah. like, hopefully, I'll learn. <laughs> You better, you better fucking learn. I'm so not on my man shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have to look up YouTube videos to fucking jumpstart cars, man. I don't, I don't feel like, dude. I don't even know how to change my oil. I learned how to switch a tire like two years ago. Can you do it without anybody telling you how to do it? Oh, with we'll switch a tire? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay. So, yeah, I've done that enough. I had a beat ass car before, so right. I learned that one easy. But and if somebody was like, "Yo, switch the oil," well, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> take that shit to like Walmart. I feel it. Huh. So do you think do you think it might be like a rite of passage to like the next level, next stage in your life to do this? Like, because obviously you could be doing anything else. Like you can just, I don't know, I don't know. But this is what you decided to do. Is this like? Well, it's it's something I've been looking, I've been trying to do for the longest time, just to like leave. Um, I'm still trying to gauge whether it's like me leaving to find myself or me leaving to escape myself. So oh, that's, yeah. So I don't know which one it is yet, but I mean, I guess that's like I can figure out in retrospect. But yeah, like just leaving has been something I've been wanting to do for a long ass time, especially specifically for some reason the South. I've always had a weird fascination with the South. Mm. Just like a lot of like, you know how like I am like American history and all that shit. Like yeah. to me, that's always been like a intro. I mean, obviously it's the fucking backbone of America. It's the foundation of America. Mm. And I just want to see it more than like going to a separate country or more than going to like mm. Eastern Europe or like Southeast Asia and shit. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to piece those two together now. That's real. That's real. Okay. So, so when you're on the ship, you're gonna be right. You're gonna be writing, right, on your trip. Yeah. So, I'm planning on starting this website. Hopefully, putting it out by the time I leave. Mm-hmm. But just like writing about what I see, mm-hmm. and then not just that, but just like trying to focus on writing in general. There's just like a lot of projects I've always told myself like I'm gonna start mm-hmm. and just being too comfortable, I just never start them, I push them off. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what better place to start them than me by myself at three in the morning somewhere? Yeah. Not having nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, actually like trying to immerse myself in these projects. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't want I don't want to talk about what they are now because I hate talking yeah. about like oh yeah I got this shit coming up and I haven't yeah. even started it. But I want to like start some cool creative shit. Okay. So like, I mean my my dilemma like with uh, being a creative or whatever or like freelancing is that like I'm not. I'm not like great at like one thing. Like I'm good at a bunch of things. And that's shit. a fuck. Yeah, that's what I struggle with all the time. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna take advantage of your skill set? Because I don't think a lot of people know that you can be do. You know how to do all this other shit. You know. Well, that's the weird part because it's like, I there's certain things that I I specifically know that I I'm good at. Yeah. Like I I think I think I'm pretty nice with writing, and that's one thing I really like doing. Yeah. But it's like there's other things that I really like doing too, like the whole design shit, mm-hmm. or like obviously like throwing throwing shows shit. But I know I feel what you're saying when you're saying like, I feel like I'm not particularly I'm not a master at any yeah. of them, but like I'm good at like mm-hmm. most of them. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, for the most part, I'm just gonna uh, focus on writing over there, and then see where that takes me. Obviously, doing some shit. I mean, the way I see it is like. I know people say, like, you should focus on one thing only and master that instead of doing a bunch of shit. But it's, like, if, if you feel the creative need to, like, do a bunch of stuff, then just do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, if somebody's trying to tell you, like, no, don't do it. Don't express yourself through that outlet. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, who the fuck says that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just trying to... I mean, I did the whole music shit for a while, too. Yeah. So... I know you have you have a past. But. I did the whole music shit until I started hearing JR shit, and I was like, "Damn, I'm out." <laughs> like, this is what good sounds like. I'm just tripping. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, what was your What was your music making name? Uh, which ones? There's a, there's yeah, a I don't know. Which I, had a, I had a lot I know of phases. There's a DJ name. There's a rap name. So you want to break it down? Yeah. I, at seven years old, I, I started my rap career. <laughs> started my rap career at seven years old, uh-huh. and then that went on until I was like sixteen uh-huh. in high school. And I used to go by like AMC. AMC okay. So that was the initial name. That was like my Twitter handle. Yeah, Everything was always AMC. Yeah. And then uh, one time they wanted me to open up for T Mills. And I don't know if you know who T Mills is. Is that white dude? He's like the tatted G Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, so this is the lane that like. <laughs> this is what they want to put, the lane they want you, want you to be in. Yeah, so I was like, I'm great. So I stopped out completely, like right then and there. <laughs> Like that's what happened. that's what literally killed everything. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad I stopped that shit. But after that, um, I started producing a lot under initially under the name Jesus fucked Kardashian. Oh, I never knew that. There was an old Supreme. Uh, I know it wasn't a Supreme ad. They just co-opted it. But there was an old graffiti artist that used to put uh, cost fucked Madonna. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I just took that. I was like, okay, so cost fucked Madonna. So I put Jesus fucked Kardashian, and then I ran with that for a while. I used to produce like really slow down tempo like heroin music like uh. shit sounds like you could kill yourself too but that was cool for a bit and then it switched it to um senyata and then i did like kind of like housey music for a bit and then i switched it to 1998 i think that's when i met you right yeah yeah and then then i was doing uh i don't know i don't know man it's a lot of different shit yeah but yeah, 1998, and then I think that was the last incarnation of it. Oh no, then any internet's obviously, but that's just some Twitter shit. I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Speaking of Twitter and all that, t- talk to me and the people about how you use Twitter as a tool. Cause I, I think you're super, you're hella good at it. You know, like I'm just trying to make money off it eventually. Yeah. No. <laughs> the way nobody's come up to you as an influencer. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to make you an influencer. That's just corny. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. No, but like. I don't know. It's just it's just easy. Like, because the thing is, you go on Facebook, I go on Facebook, and it's like a 300 people I haven't talked to since high school. Yeah. I talk to them about the shit that I think is funny. None of them are going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'll put yeah, shit on like, there. They're like two months late on the memes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The fuck is barely finding out about, like, all the memes from 2016. <laughs> so it's like, so I can't, I don't post there. Like, I don't really use Instagram. My life is not that entertaining. Mm-hmm. So, like, the only shit I have is Twitter. And it's just, it's funny to use because, mm-hmm. like, you just post some dumb shit and people think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, uh, I don't think I'm necessarily good at it, yeah. but it's like, I just see the way people manipulate social media in a certain way that can eventually lead to their own advantage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I like doing, I have my own shit that I like to push. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to be the spammy guy who's only posting about, like, his music or his events or his projects or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I can talk my shit and voice my shitty opinions, 
and then also promote shit that I think is cool. Yeah. And it somehow leads to some sort of better result, then I'm gonna take advantage of it. I mean, the way I the, that's that's the thing. The way I see it, I don't see it like, oh, this is my come up. Yeah. It's just like it's funny to me and. Yeah, I think social media is not that serious, but you could if you. That's another thing. No, yeah. that, that's what I'm like. I'm, I'm tripping about because I'm I'm so caught in between that junction of me thinking it's not that serious and like it's so dumb. Yeah. But then at the same time, as the motherfuckers really make money off yeah, that shit. Yeah, people make money, and there's like you can make a lot of impact just off of social media. Like literally, uh, Deezus and Mara were just Twitter dudes yeah. for like the longest time. Like they just have their little blogs and everything, and just posting tweets. And now they got a show. Yeah, weren't they just on like Jimmy Fallon or something? Yeah. So it's like if you know how to maneuver it, then maneuver it right. Yeah. I mean, the social media is going to be currency eventually. So. It's true. If not already, but I don't like to sell fit tees, so I'm not on that wave yet. But yeah, nah, not on the fit tee. Oh. But, oh, dude, I remember fucking, I knew you made it when the fucking, those fake-ass world star hip-hop accounts took that one tweet or whatever. I hate about that, About the plumbing. Yeah, the little fucking pipe. Yeah. That's, that's what pissed me off the most, too, because out of, like, all the clever shit I like to think that I make, it's the fucking one where I photoshopped the picture of a pipe to look like that one roasted dude. I, oh, my God, I was so mad. I was like, and it's funny, like, with Twitter, like, someone can just quote your tweet and then get more action on it than your actual tweet that, well that's what I saw when I posted that one about yeah. the LA Mexican food oh yeah dude. that shit went viral <laughs> like other people's tweets about that went more viral got like 30,000 retweets off my shit it's like alright that shit was funny cause a lot of people didn't know like that you were just playing like yeah well you gotta be dumb as hell to think that I was being serious that shit had fr- oh, you had beans in the carne asada fries somebody was like why Why is the avocado sweating yeah, why does the avocado look so nervous <laughs> That was, good. that was definitely a good tweet. I did. I love your wholesome tweets, like, like the one where with when you're showing uh, Nicole like the the frogs and shit. Oh yeah, the Asian market. Yeah, but you just like captured her so well. It was just like like I was real. I was like <laughs> looking at the photos like oh there's a pig, there's a frog, there's that. and then you see her crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. And then your dog, your dog. When you're oh yeah, Millie's a, I'm trying to make Millie a celebrity. Yeah, I think you can. Dude. I'm really trying to come up on that because Doug the Pug's on some whack shit. He dude. already sold out. Which one? Doug the Pug. I don't know. You don't know Doug the Pug? Are you kidding Doug me? This is like the I world's most be, famous pug. I don't be on the on the dog so Twitter. No, why you? Media. That motherfucker takes pictures. He goes. On, he's on tour with Migos right now. Are you serious? No, no. but like he could be though. Could he's always be. taking. Like, pic- I would have believed you if you said it. You know, that's how bad it got. No, yeah, for sure. I'm just trying to make Millie like uh, the cool version of Doug the Pug. You know, she's like does DJ sets and stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to see where that takes me. People keep telling me to start an Instagram account for her, but I'm not too sure. I don't know how to maneuver Instagram like that. Aren't you on that shit? Yeah, but I suck at it, man. I think I push too much of my own shit. Like people don't like. That's that's yeah, that's the fucked up part. Shit. Well, once you put yourself in, motherfuckers are like, oh, all right, yeah, dude. I just get love on like photos of girls I take. Uh, the photos. Of, of girls yeah and well then, that's how you come up you know Ed yeah. Marcelino that's how he comes up that motherfucker popping <laughs> he's taking pictures of all of South Bay yeah I've seen I've definitely come across his work bro it's definitely come up I fuck with that guy he knows what he's doing true no this photo's actually really good so I don't even respect yeah man I don't I couldn't be that I couldn't be that guy though you're not into that shit just taking pictures of girls I don't know, like half naked. It's just kind of boring to me. I think it just, I just hit a wall already. I'm just like, okay, this is boring. Do you? What do you? Where do you find the artistic value in that? Where do? Where does that lie in you? Like when you see accounts where it's like girls on train tracks naked, how do you feel about that? I feel like that's like an entry level thing to do. Like okay, but when people take it seriously, I'm like, you know, like, I don't get it. <laughs> I think for me, it's like I'm always impressed by shit that I know I can't do. I just you know like yeah it's like the thing like with me I have this weird like thing where I just like making fun of photographers and I like making fun of DJs even though I've dabbled in both yeah it's like but to me it's it just seems so something about those two occupations not occupations I guess for certain people Mm. but like those two things is like if you really, really, really try and get on your creative shit, but you have ab- absolutely no creative talent, those are the two things you always flock towards. It's that like makes sense. DJing and photography. Because you can get a camera. You, you can get, get a, a camera. Controller. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, you can get a little controller. You can hit a button and it syncs both of those things together. Yeah, and you can share whatever you make hella easily. Yeah. And people will, like, gas you up. They'll, like, legitimately do it, too. But then, I don't know, just, I think the, 
the fucking standard isn't that high, you know? Standard is definitely like not entry, that high. The entry level is not that high. Can you tell me? I have a question. Yeah. So if you have amazing equipment, you have a great lens and everything, how easy is it to take a good picture? It's not that hard, man. It's not so that- what is it? Like what? It, what does it take to make take a good? Because I'm, I'm ignorant to like actual good photography. I've taken pictures before, but like, these are just dumbass pictures. But like, I, what what makes a good photo? Because I see like I see, like when I look at your work, I want to look like Amina's work. I want to look at Mikey's work. All the like, it looks amazing, but it's like, I want to know. Could anybody do that, or is that like? I'm sure you have to have like. I'm sure you guys got an eye. Yeah, obviously. see, I was about to say that, but that's just kind of like a hard. That's just kind of like a default answer to say like oh i got the eye like i don't, honestly don't know what it is but definitely the, you gotta have an eye like you gotta know what looks good and i don't know like everybody's got their own style like mikey has his own style his is kind of like a high contrast type of thing i noticed that too i like that yeah and like, i think for amina it's like the content that she's shooting like the or like the amina way, shit's tight. yeah or the way like when she shoots people it's the way she like directs people um, you know who's tight elizabeth yeah no so i always talk to like vanessa about that for her for me and her it's always about because uh ellie like hers is uh her intention like there's always like an intention when she shoots like it's not just like oh i just shot a nice photo yeah but hers is like oh there's a reason oh it's about poc is or it's about women or it's about like like not like the noriental series or something i was like damn bro like i think that's what i'm I'm missing i don't have a direction when i shoot i just I know. Well, you like you I capture like. moments though. Yeah, like I think I'm good at capturing moments. I don't know if you want to call that like maybe like some form of street photography or whatever, or like doc documenting. Essentially, shit. that's what it is. Yeah, like almost like that. I mean, that's the shit I'm into. Like if I if I got into directing people or being more elaborate with shoots, I think I could take it to the next level. But I'm just I don't know. I guess I'm not just not interested in doing that. But I mean, I don't think equipment matters. Like I've seen people use like entry-level cameras but make it look like like they've been shooting for hell long or they shoot professionally for like concerts and shit you know like so it's just how you use it it's really just how you use it and i think con like the content in your photo matters because like you, you just can't take, you yeah. take pictures of the same thing over and over like there's a million pictures of salt institute some motherfuckers yeah exactly going to salt institute or going to the otai dam yeah. so like that's like yeah i mean there's a lot more to shoot i think one thing that's cool is when people take a picture of something that you just wouldn't expect, but they make it look like it matters. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Or there's just like people who like are really good with uh, finessing their environment or situation, like using a fucking bush in front of somebody's house, but it looks like a fucking like rose garden or some shit. You know like, who's yeah. good at that? Nico. Yo, he's really good, and he's really consistent, and he has his own like things he likes to shoot you yeah know? like he's definitely not a photographer like anybody else in san diego yeah, yeah, yeah. which is tight very texture yeah yeah, yeah. a I lot like of pattern shit. like it feels like a pattern or like all the flowers like because he puts he like puts a lot of care into it like he's like flower arranging it is another thing to it like that's tight there's like a layer in that art you know that he does i don't know i'm excited to see your photos of the south yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see how I, I do it. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to explore the whole design shit right now. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to see how I can like mix taking photos, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to figure out like the certain style that I'm trying to go for, mm-hmm. like some deconstructed look where I don't know, mixing like texts and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to mix all the worlds that I'm into. So like writing with photos, with design and everything, and see. Oh what yeah, I come seen out that. With. Seen that series you started on Twitter, like the little poem one. Is it poems? Like I thought it was like three things they say. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. That I one, like that, one that too. a lot. I like that one a lot. Or or just like your flyers, just because like you don't have any like design. You weren't like formally taught, right? Or no. See, I think that's tight because like when you go to school for shit, you get kind of rigid thinking or just like too technical or too like this is how it has to be. But like when you don't, when you just learn on your own, it's like very free form or whatever. Or I just maybe just you just have really good taste in what want to see i've just done so many shitty flyers to the point where eventually i know what i like in flyers now so it's like that's literally the only way that i go into making designs like if you look at my resume too even my resume looks like a flyer like yeah i'm just i'm just really into like the look of flyers like Uh, the what's the inspiration behind your flyers 
just making them for so long. That's like my entry point into design, which is always just doing flyers or doing like covers for shit that I've always been into. Uh-huh. But like, there's just something about flyers where it's you have to put a certain amount of information into such a small space, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. have to make sure all the information is efficient and it's like compact and it's succinct enough to the point where it has a purpose, mm-hmm. where it's not just random bullshit. Yeah. And even then, with those flyers, there's certain things that are like small details that you wouldn't really think about that just make make sense where they are that's what i like about designing shit right now that i'm trying to figure out is like when i'm making shit i'll add a random little thing a random little detail that for real has like no purpose but it just feels right and it's like all right dude uh the sango flyer i always look at the hand that's just floating oh yeah I'm just like it looks good on there, <laughs> uh, you know. Like, though that, I'm yeah, sure there's a reason. That was another thing. Like, for real, there's like, well, the reason for that was because you know how saying goes, like, the Christian music. Yeah. The hand has a hole in it, so it's supposed to signify the whole oh, Jesus. Okay. But like, that makes sense. but like things like that, like it's just like it feels good. Yeah. Like it doesn't. I'll for real just sit there for like 40 minutes, just moving, just moving shit around, and it's like I'll put it here to this corner. It's like no, it doesn't feel right. I'll put it here to this corner. It's like no, it doesn't feel right. So I'll make it smaller. It's like all right, I'm getting there. It's just trying to like maneuver until everything feels like it's cohesive and a solid space. I feel that. No, yeah, I like your flyers a lot. I also like it when my name's in your flyers. <laughs> <laughs> I made that one personalized one. For yeah, you. dude. I thought I was like, dang, I feel special, bro. That was tight. You know how many other people I had after that one going to my DMs asking me? That's what I said. I should have said. I should have just hit you direct. You yeah, know? you should because motherfuckers <laughs> hit me up a lot. I had like four requests, just like, hey, I need one. It's like, do you not even show work? What are you like talking about? Uh, <laughs> like you're DJing for someone who's performing. That shit was dude. Fuck it, spin. The Spin Nightclub one was tight. Dude, the Sango show was fucking sick. We haven't, yeah, we haven't talked on, like, these things since that oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that has happened since last time. Yeah, where our show's happening. I got some other ones right now that I'm currently in uh, talks of. Can you bleep out the names? Yeah. You can, can bleep I, them out, right? Yeah, I can figure out a way to just put bleeps on there. Fucking just download a little audio sample. Beep, that's and then you get that that's shit. That's true. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> just record it being like, <laughs> nah, you good? And then like over the thing. Just take that. Take that sample of being nah, you good? And then put it over the name. All right. So make sure you do that, though, because I, I can't I can't have it come okay, out. I'll just bleep out. I'll all right. Bleep it out. All right. I'll listen to this and then, okay. Bleep. Okay. I'll just actually just go beep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm trying to lock down in um, October, and then in November, right after, we're trying to do. Bro, yo, Chris put me on the. Bro, that feels so good, right? Dude, I fuck with him, dude. This shit is crazy, right? Yeah, dude. He in in. Uh, damn, we're like, if we talk about him, people are gonna know what we're talking about. Anyways, where he's from in his particular area of of the country, he's like popping over there like he throws shows all the time motherfuckers really after you said let's bleep this I'm, this is gonna be a long bleep and then everybody's gonna be like what were they talking about no no no, no, no. just bleep out the names bleep out the cities you're good okay and you just cut this part out but whatever <laughs> but yeah so we got yeah so we got we're trying to get we're trying to lock it down for um november but yeah i'm trying to see how big his reception is here usually when we get uh, artists i always kind of try to make sure that there's somebody who's a, a pretty safe bet mm-hmm. like that i know has a market out here yeah but i don't know how many people know of him out here i mean i mean that dude yeet came out here he, he had a pretty good turnout and they're kind of almost in the same Where, where's yeet from la la same kind of music i mean i don't i don't know too not, much about yeet not like because like it was like i don't know any other word to describe it but like a vibey like Ooh. singing you know yeah and then yeet yeet there's like a little rock to it like he plays a guitar and shit on it but i would say like the crowd probably would be the same so i think he'd be fine or you can just like subtly start introducing well, people to <laughs> yeah, that's what i've been trying to do i've been i've been slowly like putting songs on like twitter just uh-huh. like yeah listen to this this is crazy yeah <laughs> so i'm hoping by the time uh the month rolls around people will come out and then especially if i like put in if i start linking with like the crowds that his music would generally attract like the gym standard kids yeah okay let's talk about okay let's talk about this so one thing i really respect about with the events you throw and just you in general is that 
yo, you're like down to reach out to like all the different groups, man. Like that's why like I'd never get tired of the events you throw because it's like different people and shit every time. Like, well, it's like the gym standard kids. There's like the art institute kids or like whatever art school there is here. There's like like JR and them, and then there's like there's like everybody else. Like so many groups. That's what I mean. That's one thing that I like yeah. about San Diego and it being so. It's always a turnaround, like yeah. every four years. Like the thing is, when we started doing the warehouse shows. From what I remember at the time, obviously I wasn't too tapped into everything, but there wasn't really like there wasn't really art shows and music shows how there is right now, how they're always popping off now. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I've been watching how the city starts molding and which cliques starts coming together and yeah. which and like what starts popping off. So like I've seen, I've seen me go from just knowing you and you knowing and then you meeting JR and all them you meeting like V you meeting like Mikey and everything and then that whole hide and go freak thing slowly start to form from Onyx and Night Shift and everything Mm. so I saw that happen and then I've seen like all the gym standard kids how naturally there's like they attract a certain group of kids like those skater kids the Art Institute kids like people from like TJ who go to the Zine Fest and everything and I've seen that form and I've seen that like those communities congregate Mm. and then I'll just, like, I just pay close attention to, like, everything that's happening. So, like, one of the things that, like, I'm paying attention to right now is uh, there's, like, a group of kids, like, in, like, Chula Vista. So, this is a new spot that opened up in Chula Vista. I don't know the exact name, but it's, like, um, I think most of the kids are, like, 19, 20 years old. They, I try to get them into art shows, in our shows, but they're not old enough yet. Yeah. But I'm slowly trying to, like, pick them up and, like, yeah. have them be a part of this shit because they're building their own little community down there in, like, Chula Vista. And, like, there's, like, that girl, De La Cruz, she sings, but she yeah. also does art. Uh, La Lupe yeah she does art too her shit's tight she works a lot with uh, Rottweiler yeah but like and I'm seeing that form now so it's like yeah I just, do, you think, do you think that was like out of necessity because they're not old enough to like come I mean to the same shit? way the same way that yeah. we came out of necessity too yeah was because when we first started doing that shit the first show we threw we were 18 years old yeah so it's like we can't go to these clubs we can't get booked at like bars and stuff so it's like we just gotta do our own shit I mean essentially that's what they're doing too and that's why I like seeing because it just actually shows initiative motherfuckers aren't just bitching about it Yeah. so I like seeing that and then I like being able to like reach out to them and be like yo like I fuck with what you guys are doing it's like the same thing when 1207 first started popping off and then they had Camp Lemon like at first, like, I didn't know what to think about it, because not because like, it, it was any competition or anything, but on some shit like that, but it was like, like these kids are just like, they're rappers and stuff. Usually, yeah. I'm very skeptical about rappers, but after seeing like how their first show was, I was like, oh, like they know what the fuck they're doing. So I remember I made sure to like, reach out to like Malik and reach out to Rob, and I was like, yo, you guys are like, killing it. Like, this is actual really tight shit. Yeah. And I mean, you see where they're at now, so like, if you keep promoting that kind of shit, you never know where that could take these people yeah. especially when you show some some sort of like communal support yeah so that's what i try to do it's just like i don't i don't care if they're my friends or not uh-huh. like i if i fuck with what they're doing then i'll ha- i want them part of my shows because i want to bring this whole thing together yeah it's kind of like jigsaw pieces you know yeah no yeah i fuck with it because yeah because like i always i always tell people like there's like so many young kids like that want to come to the shit they're just not old enough and shit that sucks i fucking yeah. hate that i mean y'all find a way to include them that's tight I think that's good because, like, to be fucked with, like, early on and, like, your shit is super important. Like, especially when you're young and, like, older cats want to fuck with you, like... I just wish it was easier to do 18 and over shows again how it used to be. Uh It used to be easy to do, like, that kind of shit. Like, especially when we were doing the warehouse shows. The first one was all ages. The second one was 18 and over. The second one until the fourth one were 18 and over. And then eventually, like, that whole uh, Oakland warehouse thing happened. The, when it burned down and yeah. shit got like started cracking down and like Out here all too? yeah all, yeah all the warehouses disappeared. The one spot that was left was like some body shop and then that got cracked down. So like there's really not much going on in terms of like do it yourself venues. There's one I know in Logan that some of like the gym standard Chula Vista kids rock with a lot and like it's cool because we need more spots like that. Yeah. So like but like unfortunately I can't do much at this point you know. Yeah. So like. Especially if I'm trying to legitimize what I'm doing, mm. I have to stick to like the whole 21 and over shit. But you're excluding a bunch of people who deserve to be a part of it. Yeah. So it sucks. Yeah, no, I always mention to people that there's like a group other than our group out there, like they're oh, doing yeah. cool shit. And like, I, have you ever been to like those hostel art shows? I mean, that was the first one I ever went to. Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah, when I was 16, yeah. I went to a hostel takeover. That's why I thought, I'm right now, me and Charles from Clouds Coastal, we're trying to like. We've been trying for a while. It's kind of been kind of hard to like get everybody to sit down, but we're trying to do something with them soon, so we could do like a takeover that's all ages where people can come out. 
because yeah. I just want these people to experience this kind of thing. Yeah. So we're trying to make that happen. Yeah, like every time I go to a hostel, like the hostel takeover or whatever, like uh, it always reminds me like going to art parties in Oakland. Like it feels like art school kids and shit. It's tight. This shit's super tight. I haven't yeah. been to one in a while, but I need to go again because I remember it being amazing. Yeah, I think it happens like every month, right? Or every- Something like that. Yeah. Not too often. Okay, so for the people who didn't hear the last podcast, like, why was that super important to you? Like, Well, because that was the first time that like I had ever felt a sense of community. Before yeah. that, like how I was telling you was, like if you were into art and stuff, yeah. or for at least for me, the only reference point that I had was going to like some stupid ass art gallery in downtown or La Jolla where it's like white walls and cheese yeah. and crackers and shit. So it's like, at what, when can you ever see art put up with music that you know and like people that look like you yeah. and that are around your age range like before that I'd never been in I had never seen anything like that so stepping into the hostel takeover when I was 16 and like looking around and like seeing like portraits of Jay Dilla and seeing like people play like crazy shit like crazy music and everything it was like life changing mm-hmm. it was like oh there's a space that I can go to that yeah. I can like be a part of and I remember that day was like I'm gonna do this shit too mm-hmm. and it took me two years but we ended up doing it it, it happens still you know yeah, let's do like let's do the hot takes man. the hot takes I don't, I don't know if I got the movie right now but we'll we'll see what I got okay hey, so, oh, okay. <laughs> what's the first conspiracy theory since you made that tweet what's the first conspiracy theory you ever remember hearing oh fuck ever remember hearing yeah it'd be about anything because I, I remember mine probably like about Atlantis or some shit Atl- that's not a conspiracy theory dude that's a mythology that's mythology that's like calling Zeus a conspiracy theory I don't know it's a hard question. I I just know a lot now. I don't know the first one. Atlantis. <laughs> that it was real. Well, watching Hercules was the first documentary <laughs> I ever saw. <laughs> oh, one of the ones I was like interested in. I mean, just like that always stuck out to me is like the actual like Men in Black. There's like a the real Men oh, in Black. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Like, like they the, get them on camera. They're all like bald and shit. They don't legit, have yeah, legit shit. Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just watching TV and then like going deep into YouTube and shit. You can get lost in that shit. I guess that one kind of shits on mine. I was talking about. I was thinking like Lil Bow Wow getting raped by a security guard when he was like thirteen, and I was like oh, five we years old. Oh, we do a hip hop. No, we can do whatever. I'm saying the first one you ever heard of. I'm just thinking. <laughs> 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 You're talking about Atlantis and shit. Like, I was like, all right then. I just be like, I be We're- liking the aliens. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's move to these hot takes. So what do you got? What do you got? Okay, board? number one song right now is like Bodak Yellow. Is it number one song? I think it is. I think it beat everything out. I don't really? know what the fuck is on That's top. a good ass song. Yeah. Okay, I'm so what's your thought? What's your thoughts on Cardi B, her success in Bodak Yellow? I think if Cardi B wasn't a woman and if she wasn't uh, a stripper turned Instagram celebrity beforehand, yeah. people would take fuck with that seriously. song. Yeah, people would f- treat her like she was Nicki Minaj. Mm. The only reason people take that and uh, don't give her the credit she deserves is because they take her as, as like a novelty. People still think about her as a novelty, even though she's proven that like she yeah. could surpass any sort of obstacle that has like goes along with being whatever she was. Like being a stripper. Once you're a stripper in the public eye, you're always going to be downgraded as like some like cheater or like some scammer, like the amber roses and uh, mm. black chinas of the world. So like she already had that going against her. Uh-huh. Not only that, but then she became like an Instagram celebrity. So it's like, once you hit that point, like, who, name another Instagram celebrity on some, like, shit like that, who surpassed Vine. Surpassed Vine? Yeah, who, who got farther than Vine. Like, you know, in terms of, like, leaving that medium. Because she, she turned it. She was she on Vine? Was, was yeah, she used, well, she used to be, like, Instagram up? and Vine and shit. Like, oh, shit. So she flipped oh, that yeah. into, like, a reality TV show. And then she got, a lot of people don't realize that she was, like, on that whole, like, love and hip-hop shit. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, so then she goes from that for, like, the whole reality TV shit and then flips it into a music career. So it's like, you have to give her a credit. Yeah. I hate when motherfuckers don't like pretend like she's like some sort of like. She's fucking. Joke. Ama- she's amazing to me. I don't know. I was watching her videos. She like she's like wild intelligent. Like the way she like talks about her. Shit. Like you know how you talk about like the whole Twitter shit, like making jokes on Twitter, but yeah. also having something meaningful to say. Yeah. If you actually listen to Cardi B, the shit she says is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like her takes on everything. She's a, um, like she's intelligent as hell. Yeah. You could tell, especially the way she's flipping everything. But yeah, no, I fuck with Cardi B a lot. What would you rather listen to for the rest of your life? Or not for the rest of your life. If you had to pick one, one how to go. Uh, Bodak Yellow or No Flocking? I think... Keep I'll, in mind, I, one of these is a rapist. I would rather... Yeah, <laughs> no, I was about to say that. I was be like, I'll take Bodak Yellow because I can't... I can't defend, again, Kodak Black anymore, bro. Like, I, I used to fuck with just his music. Then he just became a shittier and shittier person. Like, right, 
See, see, okay, so what, what's your thoughts on people who make great music but they're shitty people? I think all people who make great music are probably shitty people. Yeah, okay, so yeah, next person, R. Kelly, bro. Yeah, so like, see, R. Kelly, yeah. R, like, R. Kelly is the world's most celebrated pedophile. Yeah. So, like, it's crazy how. He just needs to make a song. But the thing is, right now, yeah. give it a year and nobody's gonna remember it because this motherfucker R. Kelly's songs work like Men in Black's little pen you know like he'll just yeah. drop a hit song and motherfuckers another, will... another ignition man yeah it, and it, you know what's the wild part yeah. out of all this shit he's done having a sex cult is probably the only legal thing he's done like this motherfucker has peed on 16 year old girls he married Aaliyah when she was 15 and he oh, was like yeah. 28 yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's done wild shit and the thing that causes the most public outrage is the one where he has a sex cult which I mean is still kind of crazy yeah, but still technically not illegal illegal yeah I think people were just saying that against their will or something but I don't know I'm sure they, oh, I'm sure they are I'm yeah. sure they are yeah but they're also they're probably brainwashed I, as fuck I was listening to something and they're saying how like he's making progress <laughs> because he went from fucking a 15 year old and then peeing on a 16 year old and now he's illegally holding or he's like uh, 18 kidnapping 18 year olds <laughs> so he's learning as, a little bit. as a shitty person he's slowly making progress still a terrible human he's though. still a terrible human yeah no. I mean I don't know why why can't they just put him in prison and give him a microphone do you think his prison music would be hella good are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know it's always rappers and shit, but like singers and R&B. This motherfucker's best songs are about overcoming obstacles. That's true. Put him in prison. That's he probably true. feels like God. That's probably why he hasn't come out with good music in a while. Because he's like these motherfuckers. He's still eating off his shit. His best song, I believe I can fly. It's probably. Yeah, I mean, he time, was bragging. Timeless, iconic. What are you keeping up on right now? Like, what what issues are you paying attention to? Other than the existential crisis I was telling you about earlier, yeah. probably. Um, Did you hear that Facebook or whatever made? Uh, an AI chat like chat. I was seeing that too. And See, it, I'm so I feel like I'm so disconnected from everything right now. Usually, I'm on top of my shit in terms of like current events or anything. But I was reading about how like Facebook made like an AI and they had to shut it down because they were scared it, of what it was doing. No, it made its own language. And no, but then decipher. but then I read an article on Gizmodo where they're like, "That's all bullshit." So I don't even believe anything See, anymore. See, yeah, see uh, yeah, I mean, because everything's we just don't fake. Know, we don't know what's real anymore. But okay, just that that I that fact, though. the idea that yeah. there could be or like, what That's if there was an AI and it made its own language? Good, something's got to take us out of the paint. We're okay. living too long. You know, you know that Elon Musk said there's a, a higher chance that we're already in the Matrix than we are, we're, than we're not in the Matrix. This motherfucker Elon Musk is on some shit. Right? I don't know what like <laughs> motherfuckers talk about. People will talk about He's what Elon tight, Musk says, dude. like if it's like biblical fact. Like this motherfucker Elon Musk said that we're already living in Mars, but we just don't know it. It's like what? Come on. Bruh, I mean, he's making that hyper tunnel shit. I'm stoked on. Is that. he? Is he? I feel like Elon Musk is like the chance the rapper of the uh, te- technological oh. world, where he dude. says he does all this shit, and it's like, are you really doing that? I seen, dude. I saw this person tweet about Chance the Rapper because you know, like, he did. I mean, he just be he saved SoundCloud or whatever. He didn't save nothing. Yeah, I don't see. Okay, so I'm just. He I'm liked just, to present it like he did. That's the only thing I knock Chance for. Okay. Okay. Is being on some like, yeah. I just called the guy from SoundCloud and. It, yeah, it's good. We're good guys. Like, what? Like, how are you going to yeah. say that? Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, just, like, I'm, I don't hate to admit it, but I'm always just, like, I read the headline, that's it. Like, that's why I don't want to speak on it, but, like, just, I'm just saying. But. Like, the whole thing with it was, like, no, it was never going to go out. Uh-huh. Like, when motherfuckers were like, oh, we got 50 days left. Like, uh-huh. that's it. It's like, who's going to let a whole website with, like, over millions. Someone was just going to buy it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, somebody was going to buy it if it was going to go out of business like that, yeah. but it wasn't. And then this motherfucker Chance the Rapper goes on a one phone call and comes back like he saved the world. It's yeah. like, guys, chill out. SoundCloud's here to stay. Uh-huh. It's like, all right. Then. Okay. Yeah, no, I just saw some, some guy tweet. He's like, this fool has like a savior complex and shit, blah, blah, blah. That's, the, the, well, that's like the biggest criticism I have towards him. It's just that like... But if he was actually doing what he's doing, like what was what would be wrong with it? What do you mean? Like if he was doing like really good shit, like... I don't know. He has a savior complex. No, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm not like, cause I'm not knocking him. Yeah. Motherfucker's doing more than I am, so yeah. good for him. I'm just saying it's funny. Did you see that, uh, was it Justice League or whatever? You know, the guys who make beats and shit? Yeah, fuck those guys. Those guys are old as shit. They're probably just mad. Yeah, they were just, they're, they're, they said it on Twitter, like, bro, like, y'all some grown men, like. Yeah, nah. I'll take that shit on Twitter. I can't, I can't even deal with, like, the whole producer fighting rapper shit. I feel like that happens all the time now. We're like, did you see the shit with French Montana? Yeah, he doesn't know who produced Unforgettable. That yeah. song is tight, dude. But you gotta think about this motherfucker probably gets, like, 300 beats every yeah. day, and he probably raps over one of them, and it's like, this shit goes hard. Uh-huh. I mean, at the same time, you probably could look at who the who produced it, but, like... 
It's just on like some music. What people don't, what they don't give him credit for is that he did right after not after forgetting. He was like, uh, he told his manager, he's like, "Yo, can you tell me who produced it? Because I want to give him his credit." So nobody oh, says he, nobody says yeah, he nobody said that. mentions that. Nobody yeah, mentions that. he's human. I forget what I did yesterday. So it's like, uh, did you listen to that French Montana album? I did. It's good as hell. I like it. Have you heard the J Balvin uh, reggaeton remix to uh, no, Unforgettable? That shit goes hard <laughs> as hell. I know you, you. You like you always tell me to to fucking check him out and shit. Do it. He's like, isn't he like a, like a god pretty much? Like J Balvin? Yeah, motherfucker's like. I see him like he has hella views and shit. Like, he's huge. He's huge. Huge. Damn, dude. All right, but I gotta be heading out right now. For sure. I gotta set up for the show. Uh, yeah. It's probably already gonna be. It's definitely gonna be passed by the time this comes out. But <laughs> uh, the, the next, let me see what I can plug, yeah, plug right now. Yeah, plug what you need to plug. Uh, AndyInternets.com. Come that, in. Is that the site? Is That's that? the site. I was thinking about. I was thinking like, should I put like a general like cool name to it, or should I just leave it at AndyInternets.com? I mean, if you're going to run with Andy Internet, if that's what you want to run with, that's what your voice should be. I guess But so. you should also buy, like, the URL to your name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then just direct it. To yeah. Your shit. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's probably going to be out by the time this comes out. Uh, the next Aryan Rex is going to be September 7th. And then October and November, we have two different shows coming up. with. <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming out. Uh-huh. And besides that, uh, hopefully I don't die on this trip. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna update your blog, I'm gonna read it, man. Yeah. If I stop posting, you know what happened. <laughs> so, all good. Fuck, share your location with me. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Okay, like this is the end of one degree separation. Follow social medias. We just had this episode with Annie Internet, man. Uh, good luck on your trip. Good luck on your journey of being your own boss and freelancing. You know, I'm there with you. I'll try. Um. Yeah, okay, real quick, what's your unpopular opinion right now? Like, off top. I just first? put it earlier, but my it? unpopular opinion uh-huh. is uh, the cucumber lime Gatorade. The worst oh, yeah, fucking I flavor. Worst fucking flavor. I've seen, I've I, seen but that, that doesn't mean people say both. I don't like cucumber, though, at all. I hate cucumber. I, like eating I like cucumber preferably when it's put in a jar with vinegar for like a week, and then it comes out as a pickle. I like pickles. That's true. Fuck cucumbers, though. True. And yeah. that's it. Okay, that, that was a great... At least you didn't say the pizza shit, man. I'm tired of that shit. The pineapple on pizza fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Till next time.